Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome back to Bezel Banter, a podcast that covers all our favorite topics, including travel, various gear, and of course, watches. I am Leslie. And I'm Ernesto. And today we're super excited and really, really happy because this is our first interview. And we are interviewing Andrus, and we're going to introduce him to you. He's an absolutely amazing person and um, fascinating collectors. I really don't have enough, you know, great words to describe him. Uh, and we're just going to spend this hour uh, with him talking about watches. Uh, so everything that, that we love. Yeah, this is exciting. You know, 2021 out the gate and this is our first interview we're really hoping that everybody all of our listeners uh can enjoy this so anyway andres thank you so much for joining us today let me get that out of the way we appreciate your time this morning and uh we want to just mm -hmm. kind of get a better understanding of you but before we get started what watch are you guys wearing today yeah so uh, uh andres what about you you're our guest so um go ahead first hi guys um well yes my name is Andres, and I am a watch addict. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it's nice that you finally admit it. Hey, it's hey, really nice. It, it's about time, right? So, yeah. so <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> you know, we, we talked about it. Uh, one of you guys mentioned uh, that I, that 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 I'm like a what was it a, a free bird or a happy bird? I'm like, no, I, I think I'm gonna go for free spirit. I like free spirit. Better. Free spirited, yes. Yes. Free spirited. I, I go. I Watch go whatever collector. the wind takes me. I, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. So let's yeah, start with yeah, the okay yeah. the 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 wrist check. I'm wearing my uh, Tiffany stamp uh, two tone submariner. Oh wow! Nice. Beautiful. Finally came back from service. Uh, it took a little longer than four months, so I'm not taking this thing off my wrist for at least a month. Absolutely. I can totally appreciate that. Guys, if you get a chance, please follow Andres because uh, you get to see that Tiffany's two-tone Submariner. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. So Thank beautiful. you. Well, what are you guys wearing? Leslie, what are you wearing? Well, I knew I was with Rolex fanboys <laughs> today. Oh, so. <laughs> so I'm wearing my Rolex GMT, oh, uh, nice. the Pepsi on the Jubilee bracelet. Yes. Because um, I, I knew this would be fitting for today. That's a fantastic watch. It's a good thing that I wasn't wearing a Seiko today. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you wouldn't. I knew you wouldn't. <laughs> no, actually, I'm wearing my Rolex Explorer 2. It's the reference uh, nice. 16570. So, yeah. Awesome. Trying to keep up with you two. I'm trying to keep up with you too. You were like Rolex fanboys <laughs> and like way before I even knew about the brand. Like, Well, very cool. We've got a bunch of questions. Let's go ahead and get started. Um, All right. My first question to Andres would be, how would you describe yourself as a watch collector? It's a journey. So I'm, I'm a traveler in this journey. Um, I started with modern. And now I'm leaning towards uh, vintage uh, because I like the history behind, behind a brand. Uh, the more you learn, the more you are inclined to dig a little deeper into the history of the brand. So presently, uh, I will consider myself a watch enthusiast uh, with a tremendous interest in vintage uh, Rolex uh, pieces. Very nice. Uh, with a little bit of uh, inclination towards independent uh, brands. 
So uh, it's, it's, it's a whole long title. But then again, I'm a free spirit. Watch. Attic. Love it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really good. Like the, the free spirited, you know, traveler in, in his journey to watch collecting. That sounds really good, actually. And, and it's, you know, what? I think your collection really portrays that, too. Yes. Um, because when we see like what you're adding lately to, yeah, it's. Uh, uh, my wife tell me, it's like you shoot everywhere. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Right. I mean, you have so many targets. You might want to shoot everything that you, you have in front of you. So that, that that's what I consider. The more I learn, I'm like, wow, now I'm going to go this route. Oh, look at what just came out. Oh, let me go a little bit into it. And and I'm an aesthetic kind of person. So so mm -hmm. it's love at first sight, to be honest with you. But before that happens, um, I have collected some knowledge of the, the brands that I like. So whenever it comes out and I like it aesthetically, um, I'm a sucker for it. I'll, I'll go for it. I'll, I'll, I'll see. Um, it's my gut feeling. So that, that's, that's how I am. Um, and I, I don't awesome. put too much stuff into it. <laughs> so that's the first thing then that piques your interest is how that watch looks. Yes. Is that correct? Yes, okay. definitely. Awesome. I mean, uh, I see the watch. And I immediately picture myself wearing it. I'm like, and then something that, that I don't know if it has happened to you guys is I tend to, and this is all within the first 30 seconds. So I'm a little nuts like that. I'm like, okay, how is this watch going to age? Believe it or not, I'm like, do I mm -hmm. see myself, I don't know, five, 10 years with this watch on my wrist? How is it going to look? Uh, how is it going to collect you know, the scars, the battle scars that people mentioned. Because mm -hmm. some watches, you see them and you you have to baby them because, you know, they, they will not look good. You right. need to probably mm -hmm. send them to service uh, with the first, you know, scratches because it's, it's not how they are portrayed, the brand portrays them. So so mm -hmm. that's how I am. Seeing myself with the watch in the near future. Is it going to look good? It's going gonna, it's gonna to have scratches, going to accumulate scratches. Um, would I be happy with it? Again, that's within 30 mm -hmm. seconds. <laughs> but that's really neat because you take a look at it from a, you're almost, it's, it's almost premeditated the way you look at these watches. Although you, you fall in love very quickly, you're really taking a quick second or that 30 seconds that you're talking about and envision, you're like a visionary kind of just understanding like mm -hmm. how that fits in your collection, not today, but in the future. That's, that's pretty yes, cool. Yes, 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 It yes. is, yeah. Yes. That, 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 yeah. That. Thank you. Thank you for, for describing me. <laughs> yeah, no, no it's and me. it's refreshing. <laughs> it's refreshing because the uh, Ernesto and I, the, the two of us, we, same thing. I mean, it, it's visual first because we have to like it, but we just put so much thought into it. And I'm always saying that it's like I'm, um, I'm starting to like, it, it's not like a, a, a sort of dating ritual with the watches I'm, I'm gonna get but I have to kind of like tease myself I have to read about it and then just you know step away and then look at it again and and this lasts forever uh, regardless of the amount of money the watch has really like uh, I've been looking at that Seiko turtle for the longest so it's really not an expensive timepiece compared to other ones that I have but it's the same thing I'm looking at it trying it on reading about it and then I'm stepping away from it or I'm looking at other things and so it's really like kind of refreshing that you don't you don't really do that you do your research for sure but it's like more like you know I fall in love well then I'm all in but that, that that's how collectors are like you guys are you guys do the research and then once you guys are prepared the timing is near perfect that's when you guys pull the trigger I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm a happy trigger. 
that's my problem. No, but that's that's not. It's it's great. It, it, that's who you are. It makes you happy. That's the way you're you're collecting watches. So that's it's just a little refreshing too to see to, that you know you can be so spontaneous and just still you know loving it and just yeah. My wife would rather have me as you guys do my research <laughs> and and you know and think about it and you know and and do all that and right and look for the perfect timing. I know I'm I'm in instant gratification kind of a watch collector, which she kinds of hates. Well, you know, it's funny because um, when you look at the, I think about a crayon box, like the box of crayons and how many different colors that you can make and their collectors are very similar, right? They're all these different colors of collectors and how, how beautiful it can still be the, the whole hobby of watch collecting. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. You're going to find so many different mm -hmm. people and, you know what if it works why change it right so exactly hey. yeah because in the end it's just to make you happy so you know how long have you been collecting for as a serious uh watch enthusiast i'll say uh for the past uh uh five six years to be honest okay uh that's what i consider it i i like this so much let's let's put some more time into it and 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 learn a little bit more about it so the, I'll say, yes, five to six years ago is when I said, okay, this is a hobby that I like and I'm going to be committed myself to it because I'm, I'm finding pleasure in it. Yes. Once you mm -hmm. have pleasure in something that you're doing, it's just, it's, it's downhill from it. <laughs> and that's one of the things that we admire about you is the fact that you're so passionate about it. And it's amazing knowing that short time frame that you mentioned. It's amazing, like what your collection looks like just after that short period of time. Because, yeah. guys, if you ever get a chance, like please follow Andres. We'll mm -hmm. go ahead and, of course, link and 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 tag him on this uh, on this episode. But like, it's amazing to look at his collection. It's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, and and the depth, not just. You know, like it's not the, the 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 quantity, but it's the quality. There's really some depth depth in your collection, and um, all of the watches you have, they have this amazing story, and um, you know that story by heart. You know mm -hmm. why they're so special, like you know all the details, and it's really fascinating. So, in, in, and I think it also it's in quite a short period of time. You might have liked watches for for much longer, but. In just five to six years, there's just so much to know. And, and you're, this is very impressive. Yeah. You know, I, and I don't want to describe your collection, but if you wouldn't mind, Andres, like how would you describe your collection? Uh, it's a melting pot. It, it, has, it has so many flavors. That's the way, nice. that's the way I would describe my collection. You, you, you can find a little bit of everything. Okay. And, and like what Leslie said, it has a little bit of a story. Each time piece that I have picked, I have picked up for a reason. Uh, even mm -hmm. though I just said that, you know, it's a, it's love at first sight. I've, I'm constantly reading here, reading there. So when I mm -hmm. see a piece and I zoom in that piece is because there is a well thought process that took place prior to me venturing you know exploring uh, the brand or that that specific line of of, of 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 watches so and like i said it's it's uh, every piece of information that i see somewhere I, I try to you know to gather gather here gather there 
and um, and that's how I came about. It, it's hard to describe my collection because on, I'm, I'm an atypical watch enthusiast or, or collector. Um, most collectors go for a brand, for a period of time, for a model. Uh, no, I'm like, if you have so much out there, why just limit yourself to to mm -hmm. one specific category? Yeah. I mean, I respect that. I respect that wholeheartedly, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm, I, I have a big heart. <laughs> I love it. So, so would you say then you don't gravitate towards a specific watch? You kind of just open to all various watches or, or do you kind of lean a little bit towards a certain type of watch? Well, looking at my collection, I'll, I'll tell you it's, 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 and I'm, I'm, I don't have complications on okay. my timepieces. So it's just, um, simple time only. Um, I have, you know, a chrono here and there, but sure. outside time only it's, it's my, my preference and, uh, and periods, uh, as of lately, um, I'm, I've been looking, reading more, uh, about vintage and neo vintage and, uh, and Rolexes are where my interest is at this point in time. Uh, my change, but that's that's what I am right now. So it's uh, time only and and um, I'm near vintage, vintage. Nice. And is it uh, what really like interests you in in watch collecting? That diversity, the fact that you don't really know where you're heading and all the different flavors everywhere. Is it like what just you know makes you tick in watch collecting? Yes, I mean it's it's a whole world out there unexplored. So, so I just yeah, let's let's go check this, let's go check that, and it's 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 very entertaining. It's there's mm -hmm. always yeah. something new to learn in this yeah. horological world. So uh, I can't limit myself to 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 one specific uh, segment. Uh, mm -hmm. Crazy as it is, I mean, it gets it gets me happy. That's cool. You know, as your journey is evolving. What do you see are some of the more important things to you as a collector? Right now, and I'll be honest with you, mm -hmm. again, we're going back to vintage. I don't know why, uh, but something that really, really uh, has got my attention as of lately is pieces 50 years old, 50 year old, 40 year old uh, that have stood the test of time and they look mm -hmm. gorgeous. So, gotcha. so that I'm just admiring those pieces. To me, as I recently acquired one this week, uh, is a 1973 Dejas 1603 mm -hmm. in immaculate condition. And it is its birthday today. It was purchased oh, originally uh, January 9, uh, 29, 1973. And I looked at that piece, I'm not kidding, for an hour yesterday. <laughs> Just <laughs> looking at everything. I mean, everything. So that, that's what I'm gravitating towards right now. Uh, I see myself collecting more vintage and neo-vintage pieces. Uh, I don't know if it is because I'm getting older. <laughs> so I really am appreciating more <laughs> uh, that, that period of time. 
um, um, and th- that's where I stand. You know, it's interesting um, because you and I, I think are similar ages and it's, it's funny, like as you get older, you realize how much patina you have. So you really appreciate when a watch has a little patina. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the reason why I'm like, wow, you know, look at my gray hair. It's, I'll, I'll compare oh. it to the patina on the dial. I'm tracking with you. I'm tracking with you, man. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I I wonder though. I I looked because we've known each other, you know, for for quite some time too. And and I look at your collection and when you acquire, you know, those pieces. And I wonder if you're not a little bit ahead of trends. And I know you're very humble, so I don't think you're going to be like, yeah, I you know, I I know before things are going to be you know, thought after, like, it's, it's, it, I know you're not going to say that you can have, like, you can guess what's going to be popular and you can guess what's going to be really off the chart in terms of like value, but you were into Richard Mille before they were, you know, before they had that success, you were into like the bronze before it was, you know, what, like the bronze Panerai, the bronzo before it is what it is today. So do you notice that in, in your collecting habits? Like, do you notice that you're kind of like ahead of everyone and ahead of trends? No. Because I, I noticed it. Actually, if anything, I think I consider myself lucky, quite frankly. Okay. I, I like the bronzer when it came out. Wow, look at how cool it's, it's again, it's aging with time, just like me. I like I like watches <laughs> that 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 feel alive, you know? As much mm-hmm, as I yeah. mean, let's let's be honest. I have modern, I have I have my Hulk uh, mm-hmm. with ceramic vessel. Uh, how is that thing going to age? I mean, it's pretty much sterile. <laughs> What's going to age? It's not going to patina. Nothing is going to happen well, to no, it. Well, because it's, yeah. yeah, they've done it's it perfect. on purpose. That's, that's, that's why the perfect, ceramic, right? yeah, they so, don't want it to edge. yeah. Yes, I love the color. I love color green, you know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, but, but uh, I, know. I, I like things that, that, that evolve with time. So when that bronzer came out, for instance, I'm like, wow, I really, I think it's cool. It was really hard for me to find the first variations because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not a panerist. I don't consider myself a panerist. Uh, so I finally got it. And then, you know, Instagram and all, everything just, you know, blew it out of proportion with a racial mail was similar, 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 similar history. I mean, it's something that it was, again, it's aesthetics. That that's mm-hmm. what. Yeah catches my attention mm-hmm. two tone watches for some reason about a year ago I've, I've i've been looking to to add one to my collection and and now it seems like you know people are really starting to pay attention to to two tone watches so See, no that's what i'm saying you're I'm, like no, ahead of I'm, every no, trend i'm, I, I'm I actually lucky I, I am actually lucky i don't, I don't, I don't know how it happened i don't know how it happened i'm <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I mean, and, 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 <laughs> and I started paying close attention and I'm like, damn, should I be like, you know, really doing the same thing that Andres is doing? Because I, I, I kid you not, you're always ahead of the trend. And maybe I'm not seeing the watches that you bought and that you resold or, you know, things like that. I don't think you resell watches. No, no, anyway, no. I'm a hoarder. But, I'm a hoarder. Yeah. And, and I'm so glad that my wife, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, 
I don't know if I should disclose to her that I'm doing a, podca a podcast because uh, that would get me in trouble. <laughs> She's like, why, why do you go to the bank so often? I'm like, well, I need to get money, but you could use the ATM. No, no, I like to do it in person. <laughs> <laughs> Old school. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Going straight into the bank safe. <laughs> That's funny. But, <laughs> but I can't. I mean, they're, they're all my watches are part of me. They, they define, I mean, they, they don't define me, but they, they are a reflection of my personality. Mm -hmm. Well said. Yeah. Nice. Let me just put the disclaimer out there too, that we're not trying to do inside trading like tips either. So if you want to, if you want to follow Andres, follow Andres, but <laughs> I'm going to, I think I'm going to have to watch him closer now. I think. <laughs> This is something that really hits me lately and I'm looking and we're talking about, you know, independent brands and you got that Vianney uh, halter one and right away, this is thing just, just sold out right away. And, I, and so I'm like, damn, it keeps happening over and over with everything that you get. You'll, you, you get them because you love them, right? And you have an eye for, for design, beauty, history. You, you're able to catch that little something that some watches do have, right? And maybe... Uh, you know, those, those collectors have also developed that, that little eye for, for quality, for that little something special. But everything you, you, you touch ends up being a year or so later a trend. And I find it a little fascinating. And I couldn't put my, you know, my feeling in, into words, but now I think it's pretty clear. Yeah, you're, you're really ahead of trends, not maybe every trend. You're making trend, me blush here. You're but... making me blush, please. <laughs> Do not follow me. Do not take tips from me. I'm just a lucky bastard. That's all I am. That's <laughs> no, all I'm not I encouraging am. people to copy you. I'm not doing that. I but don't it's just want crazy that... DMs. Hey, look at what you just made me do. <laughs> right. You owe me this amount no. of money. I just took a hit on this watch. Please disregard what Leslie just said. I'm just happen to be lucky. That's all. <laughs> watch fam, watch that. community. You heard the disclaimer yes. from Andres yourself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, so out of curiosity, we've talked about you as a collector. How, when did you first get started? Like, how did this start for you? My first watch, I was probably seven years old. It was a Casio data bank fake. It's a Casio, but the, <laughs> the, the calculator feature was fake. Um, that was my first watch. I still remember it. Um, then I have my Swatch collection, mm -hmm. but uh, thinking about it, I, I did a little bit, you know, um, I, I, I put my memory to work and the first watch that, that crossed the hundred dollar mark was a Swiss army. Was a oh, Swiss okay. army. It was in college. Nice. Uh, I have used my dad's credit card many, many times for different reasons, but they are all being justified. So only two occasions where they were not justified and I had to work to pay for that statement. One was when I was uh, dating a girl. I invited her to go out to dinner. I didn't have the money. Hey, let's use my dad's credit card. Well, I pay all summer for it. But the other <laughs> one was my first year of college. Um, I wanted, I wanted, I saw all my friends wearing those Tag Hoyers Pro 200, really cool watches with the plastic bezel. I'm like, wow, those are $950. Oh my gosh, I can't do that. But then there was this Swiss Army, beautiful. It, not, it wasn't the Wenger, Wenger. It was the Swiss yeah. Army watch. And 
It costs three hundred and twenty-five dollars. I bought it. I bought it at Tyrone Mall in St. Pete. Okay. And and I pay. I use my dad's credit card. I was sweating like crazy. <laughs> I was trembling, <laughs> and the guy was trying to get the car from my hand out of my hand. I was, like, what am I doing? I was having instant purchase. A purchase of regret without even hanging the credit card on my my dad is gonna kill me but it's so beautiful <laughs> let's go ahead with it so i did it funny thing is uh, i love it i pay for it you know working on campus um but the, the the thing is that i'm going to use it just for special occasions in college there are no such special occasions is right you know for parties going drunk so that thing was just beat up within the first month I still put it back in the box after I came back on campus, all, uh, you know, happy. <laughs> but that was my, 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 my second watch. The third one is, was even more interesting because I finally was able to, I, I got a, a little bit of an, I got sort of a scholarship from my college, right? Okay. So with the money I was saving, uh, I told my dad, at least in that I want to leave off campus. Is like, well, how much is going to put on the table? And well, uh, what I'm saving you for, for tuition and, and also room. And he said, well, you are still short. I don't know. This one, well, don't worry. I'll be working. Da, 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 da. I was a little bit of a lie right there because I still was not able to make it. <laughs> but then I wanted the tag Hoyer. That was the oh, watch that okay. I wanted. That was the grill at the time. I wanted to be part time. of that circle, that group. Yeah. Yes. So, so what I did is... I went to my roommate and said, hey, listen, do you want to save some money? Yes. Okay. Come live with me for this uh, quarter. Uh, I'll pay you all. You only pay me. I, I don't know. I think it was hundred bucks or something. And you're going to, you're going to sleep on this sofa bed, which is right. better. I mean, back in college, you take a shower, you do your necessities with other 30 guys in the same bathroom. Right. It's interesting and you don't have any issues if you are, you know, happy, drunk, whatever. And and it's college, right? So you don't really care. It's just like you're free, you're young, you're like And oh. you can sleep wherever you want because your body doesn't have the aches and pains that you have now as there you get you older. go. No, this is funny. I didn't know that I had to do my bed sheets until probably three months after my mom told me, Hey, listen, have you done laundry? Have you washed your sheets? I'm how often do you do that? Well, you do that every week or actually, <laughs> you know, everything. Oh, no wonder why I stick to my chick. Right. So, and I'm not kidding. This is, this is so true. So let's go back to the watch, right? So I, I told my roommate, listen, come live with me. I'm, I'm only going to charge you, I think it was 50 bucks or so. You're going to be sleeping in the sofa bed. You're going to have you, we're going to be sharing only bathroom, you and me, that's it. How cool is that? I'll take you to school, come back. So I used that money and I finally got my tag whole year, two tone, oh, 200 nice. professional. Nice. It was amazing. Awesome. It was amazing. So that was my, and I, I, I wore that watch probably for the following, uh, I don't know, five years, every single day. Nice. It's a quartz, every single day. and. And then we moved on to the, you know, the, you know, I, I went, I started my own business, I sold it. And then again, instant gratification, I need to get a Rolex. Yep. So I got my date, uh, my birth year. 
It was a 1974 uh, Roman numerals. Beautiful. And I love that watch on the They told me that I needed to pay 600 bucks to service. I'm like, what? Are you nuts? <laughs> Last time I paid for a service was 30 bucks and it was at Sears. Yeah, sir. Uh, it was a quartz and you needed just to replace the battery. <laughs> right. This one is a mechanical movement. And ugh, back then I'm like, eh, no. Rolex. no, I'm trading that yeah. thing. <laughs> but, you know, that's when I said, eh, let me dig a little bit more into, you know, this and that and. So yeah, I went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> that's a cool story. That's a great story. So that's basically that's the tag tag Hoyer that's started it all. Really, it was a tag Hoyer. It was a tag Hoyer. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. I'm wondering. You mentioned maintenance a few times. What are your thoughts behind service and maintenance? The reason why I asked that is too because you just mentioned that you just got your uh, two tone sub back from uh, mm -hmm. from maintenance. Well, there there is a saying: if it ain't broken, why fixing it, right? That's true. But my Rolex, the one that I started at all, was working perfectly fine. Uh, but I decided, nevertheless, to, to take it because I didn't have a service history. Okay. And that moment is when I realized, you know what? It would have been a little cheaper if I had done it a little earlier. Because the guy told me, I don't know, he just emailed me a list of things. I'm like, that, I mean, if I put every one of those things that you guys, that you need to replace, I'm making a new watch. So, so the only thing that would probably stay is the dial. That's what I told the guy. I'm like, you, you are making me change everything on this thing. So um, I'll say it's necessary. Then okay. again, mm -hmm. modern, modern pieces, forget about it. Vintage pieces. Yes, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt to, to, to send them to, to your watchmaker. I'll, I'll, I'll probably mm -hmm. go okay. with a watchmaker that you trust. Gotcha. And mm -hmm. Because in my case, uh with my sub there were tiny things that i wanted to probably rolex to take care of but they they don't do that i mean it has a light stretch minimal they don't do that uh stuff like that uh what they call um hand stabilization when what vintage watches uh the loom the treatment loom starts cracking what they do is they stabilize uh the loom so it doesn't flake. Rolex will not do that for you. So no, with your watchmaker, it. you have more personalization. You can be, you know, one to one. Mm -hmm. And there is that, you know, back and forth communication. With Rolex, it's like, yeah. we'll call you when it's ready. Right. That's it. Yeah. Then again, they were the creators. So it's, it's mm -hmm. what you want to do. In my case, it's based on the age of the timepiece. Uh, I mm -hmm. took a little bit of a risk with my two-tone, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't regret it. I don't regret it. But for my for my 1675, it's definitely going to, to a watchmaker. Even if now that a Rolex has a vintage uh, repair department, you're still going to send your, your six, yeah. Again, it's, 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 it all boils down to what you want the watch, what, what you want to do to the watch. Mm -hmm. uh, when my 1675, uh, my watchmaker had to stabilize uh, the seconds hand. Mm -hmm. Rolex will not do that. So, but if it is a 20 year old, I mean, you look at your watch, you know, you know, if, if it is in good condition and it's just moving that mm -hmm, it's, mm -hmm. I would probably take it to, 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 to Rolex, but then bear in mind, it will be gone for a long time. 
Yeah. It will be gone for and a long time. It will be costing time. a lot of money too. It will be costing most probably, probably easily 40 to 50% higher than mm -hmm. if you would have would do it with your with your watchmaker. So so yeah. there are certain things that you need to take into consideration. But I'm happy that Rolex had that uh, vintage department. I think it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think definitely. it is awesome. Yeah, finally. I think it's, yeah, it's a great opportunity for Rolex and for collectors too. Oh, yes, 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 yes. As a collector, do you, um, do you see or do you think that sometimes sending your watch to a service center, even if, uh, you know, that brand is the creator of your watch, do you think there's a risk? Because sometimes... Um, I, I very, very rarely saw that. But sometimes there is a risk. You know, they handle a lot of watches. There's some miscommunication. And let's say I've seen it maybe a couple of times. They're polishing a watch and we specifically told them, no, the client doesn't want to have it polished. But they're so used to, they're going too fast. So when you make that decision also to send your vintage timepiece to your watchmaker with whom you have like a personal connection, right? And a personal relationship uh, or... or you decide to send it to the brand itself. Do you see that, I mean, does that risk it comes into consideration? Well, the risk uh, decreases considerably right now that Rolex opens this uh, vintage department. The reason being mm -hmm. is because it seems from what I hear from the boutique, they take much fewer pieces and the technicians that they have put into this department, they take extra care of those mm, okay. particular timepieces. Okay. If it were, actually, I think I'll be more, a little bit more at ease <laughs> sending my modern mm -hmm. timepiece to Rolex service. Because <laughs> yes, they handle a ton of pieces. Right. So yeah. the, 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 there is, there is a little bit more also chance of, oh, you know, having, let me shop here and there, mm -hmm. handling yeah. so many pieces that, taking your vintage piece to that specific department. Um, so no, I, I'm, like I said, I, I didn't have any concern, okay. even though I think the most valuable part of my, my myself is the dial. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. what if they Beautiful scratch dial. it? Oh my gosh, what if they do this? But I'm like, and then my, 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 my is advisor said, listen, that's all they do every day. And that's why they yeah. created this, vintage department so rest assured nothing's yeah. gonna happen to you and in fact nothing happened i mean it's it's, it's fine yeah. so it, it is up to you it is it is up to mm -hmm. you know what, what is it that you want on the uh to be performed on the watch how comfortable you feel with your watchmaker or send it to, to rolex that's great insight and thank you for sharing that insight yeah. because i'm sure a lot of listeners are maybe in that crossroad right now with what they're planning on doing with their watch. So it gives us yes. perspective. So that's cool. Thank you. So, uh, Andres, you, um, one of the uh, strengths of your collection is your, you know, that diversity. And I know you were saying that you just like to look at everything and just, you know, listen to your heart. And when you fall in love with a brand, you were also saying that you were talking about you know, independent watchmakers and uh, indies, um, so c can we talk about brand loyalty? Um, do you have, um, I mean, even though you like to look at every brand, do you have any sort of loyalty to some brands? Do you pick watches based on brands too? Like how, uh, hard do you also, you know, look into this? No, 
no, I, I don't have any particular brand loyalty. What I do have is a commitment to an AD and, and it is mm -hmm. a, a two-way street. Uh, mm -hmm. It has worked for me, but, but the thing that most uh, people entering this, this new hobby uh, recently is that they, they, they don't get it. Why, why do I need to buy some other things that I do not want in order to have access to this? Well, unfortunately, that's not how it was played in the past. You know, right. I'm, six years ago when I decided to, you know what, I, I like this hobby. I'm going to go, you know, myself into a jump, myself into it. Um, I picked an mm -hmm. AD that, carry, that carries different brands. So I have all the options within my fingertips. Mm -hmm. and, and I develop a relationship with one sales associate and it's been working beautifully. And, mm -hmm. and yeah. I don't look, I mean, I see, <laughs> I see an AD relationship probably like a marriage. Sometimes you want to kill your spouse. <laughs> Sometimes the spouse wants to kill you. Sometimes you're like, oh, darn it, why am I in this relationship? But hey, listen, you know, it's, it's ups and downs. That, that's the way it is. So, mm -hmm. and they help me too. Uh, and it has been paid off. It has been paid mm -hmm. off. So I use them for pretty much jewelry, watches, services, everything. I go to them and, and it works. It works. I mean, nowadays, yes, you are probably on the downside. You will probably have to invest in that relationship to be uh, worth it of, you know what? This client is for the long run. This client is not a flipper. This client is just trying to get just the, you know, I don't know, the hardest and the, the, the greatest. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. But that, that's the environment right now. I, I, I can't be loyal to one brand. It's just, it's like limiting myself. Uh, yeah. Why? Why? And, and like I said right now, um, I also like in, independence. Why do I like mm -hmm. independence? Because I have the attention from the watchmakers mm -hmm. yeah. themselves. How right. cool yeah. is that? That I exchange DMs with the people that are manufacturing my, my watch. The respect mm -hmm. that, they, that, that I receive from them and they receive from me. It is... Mm -hmm. It is, I can't compare it to anything other than to, you know, my sales contact, my sales advisor. Same sure. thing. Yeah. I mean, I text her <laughs> one in the morning. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> with this. Okay, uh, let, me, let me make another disclosure, disclaimer here. I, I have a five-month-old girl. So when I'm on diaper duty, I got nothing else to do. That's what I, I, <laughs> I take it to, 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 to you know, to to learn more about watches, brands, and, you know, simultaneously, I'm testing my sales advisor. She probably hates me by now, right? because sometimes she replies back to me like, dude, it's one in the morning. I forgot to mute <laughs> my phone. That's, funny. <laughs> that's how I do it. So, so that's what I want. I want to be, to have that, to be that important to, it, it feels good. It feels good. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. I mean, it's not like of a person course. that walk in, like I have another one, get on the list. There is no list. Uh, good luck next time. 
whatever. So I don't get that from her. I don't get that from Indies. Indies mm -hmm. really, really appreciate their clients. That is, that has incredible value. Yeah, to pick up on what you were saying um, about um, the attention, is it also one of the reasons, I know at some point you were into Hublot and uh, you were directly uh, talking to, yeah, to the man himself. Yes. And, and is that like one of the reasons? But this is the reason. When he was replying back to me, Hublot was still considered a, a child. I know that Hublot comes from Carlo Croco, right? When he bought it, when Jean-Claude Bibert bought it, it was still a very small manufacturing uh, operation. They were using mm -hmm. ETA movements. The guy, I don't know, it was a tiny, tiny, tiny operation. That's why he took the time. Now when LBMH uh, acquired and Guadalupe took over, good luck trying to get a hold of him. So yes, that's what I parted ways with Hublot because I, I didn't feel that important. Yeah, that's very important. And, and with Indies, we do. And we can feel their passion. We can feel uh, that they, they really care. And maybe it's because they are smaller. They have the time to directly you know, talk to you and, and they like it. You feel like they really enjoy talking to their clients, seeing that, you know, the love we give back to them. Not, not only that, I mean, they are not limited. I mean, look at Habern, Richard Habern. Yeah. Is it pronounced Habern? I don't know. Habern? Habern? Uh, I, that's a good question. <laughs> I would say Habring, but maybe it is Habring. I don't know. Let's call Habring. Huh. I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Okay, I'm just waiting for the DMs. <laughs> well, the guy was one of the watchmakers at IWC. He, mm -hmm. he was behind the creation of the, oh my gosh, this complication. I forgot what it was. Oh, I, I'm on top of my tongue. Well, he parted ways. He went on his own. Uh, was it? I don't know. I need to check. I need to check. Wait, that's not, yeah, that's, that's not the regulator, right? No, no, it's not the regulator. No. Uh, Richard Habrim was behind. You can look, if you Google it, you'll find it immediately. Yeah, let so, me see. And it's him and his wife. That's it. So he was in a very comfortable position. Oh, he worked with uh, Gunter Bloomline. Bloom yeah, because that's like a, I mean, he's like one of the reference. And he was saying, like, I'm, I'm looking quickly. It's his uh, master of the tourbillon. So is that? Mm, but he, he. No. He created something for IWC. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. It should pop. No, that's should okay. Pop. No but okay, that, that's the reasons. I mean, they 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 take a chance. They 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 yeah. they don't want to be constrained. So wow, that that's that's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I mean, I know you have like direct contact with them. Like with you Maria, talk to them yes. personally. Yes, with yeah. Maria. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. So, Andres, are there any independent or micro brands that are catching your eye right now? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, my, it will be Kudoki. And okay. I'm already yeah. in conversations with... Kudoki has only, I believe, only like four ADs in the U.S., three or four. Um, and it's, again, husband and wife. And they make very few pieces. And I don't think they even reach 100 pieces. Um, oh, wow. Okay. And uh, the movement 
hand grape, it is exquisite. It is exquisite. Mm -hmm. So I'm really close, really close to, to getting my croquet <laughs> one. I like the croquet one because it has a sweeping seconds. The other one has, the other one is also the, the croquet, the croquet two, it's, it's beautiful too. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going for the croquet one first. So yes, I, I love, I love that one. And I see that one on, on my wrist, uh, hopefully, hopefully this year. Very nice. Nice. We're keeping our fingers crossed for you. Yes. And then, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to tell my wife any of this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, since you're not, yes, since you're not, you know, this is not happening pretty much. Any other acquisition you want to, you want to, like you're thinking of any other watches you're, you're maybe planning to get this year or you're hoping oh, yeah, to get? Oh, well, or... yeah, there, there is a little beagle. <laughs> In the future, <laughs> oh, okay. that I'm about to adopt, that I'm about to adopt. Uh, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> that that one is like, damn. And, that one's and then and I like, uh, yeah, that I like the the new uh, OPs. Uh, so I'm thinking mm -hmm. uh, he's and hers. Very nice. Uh, down the road. I'm just curious, what color is uh, catching your eye on that? Is there a particular yellow, color that's catching? My oh, yellow, nice. Yellow, Very nice. Yellow. Oh, it's the that's yellow. Cool. Okay, because yeah. I know we're talking about that blue robin's color uh, at some points, but like the turquoise mm -hmm. dial uh, at some points. Why, but would, nice, I the want, why okay. would I want a Tiffany dial when I have a <laughs> Tiffany <laughs> stamp dial? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, edit man. that, please. Edit that. Yeah. Edit that. <laughs> <laughs> No, that one was nice. No, 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 that, that, don't get me wrong. That is, that is a beautiful, beautiful dial, beautiful yes. dial. But the yellow one pops. Uh, it I mean, does. I, it does. there's something about that, that dial that is, wow, mm -hmm. it's really cool. It's, it's something that is cool. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I just acquired my, my, my 1603. And that one, uh, I want to talk a little bit about that one because, again, Please, there's a yeah. history behind, behind, my acquisition of, of that 1603. Yeah. Well, it was retailed by Serpico and Laino. Serpico and Laino, it's um, two Italian uh, businessmen that moved, uh, that live in Venezuela, in Caracas, okay. Venezuela. Uh, they, they set up shop um, between, I think it's the 30s, mid 30s, all the way to the mid 60s. Um, um, I'm pretty much like, like uh, the Cartier, the Tiffany dials, uh, they were able to back then with Rolex. It wasn't a big. It wasn't that hard to have your your dial stamp by Rolex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, what amazed me is that well, it's, it was a tiny operation out of Caracas, Venezuela. But they were they were pretty forward thinking, and. Uh, and they were the exclusive distributors for Rolex and Patek Philippe and Ebel. And, um, and well, me being from Venezuela, uh, I, you know, I, I felt, I feel related to them. Wow. Sure, I, there's that I, connection. I wish I could have one of those. Unfortunately, yeah. the, the Serpico Laino stamp dials are, their value is stratospheric right now. So I, I, I don't even want to fatten getting one of those. It's, is way higher than, than any Tiffany or probably any, because it, it was a tiny, tiny, tiny operation. I see. So I read about Serpico Laino probably five years ago, four years ago, mm -hmm. but I never had a chance to even look at one and only pictures. So this one, 
pop on a on a vintage dealer that Ernesto and I follow <laughs> and Leslie okay. too. Yeah. I'm going to unfollow him now. I told him, I'm telling him, hey, listen, dude, that's it. I'm unfollowing you, man. This is hurting my budget, my bank, and my kids' 529 so bad. But uh, the, 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 the precious thing about it is that it is, I, I don't think that, I think it comes from the original family. It mm-hmm. still has the, the stamp on the back. And the bracelet is so firm, it's, it hasn't been sized. Okay. Nice. And and the, the warranty the warranty says Serpicon Laino 1973. A little bit of history behind it. The Vicente Laino, which was one of the two founders, the first one was Leopoldo Serpico, died in 1944. La, uh, Vicente Laino died in uh, 1959. Then uh, their immediate relatives took over until 1966 when they closed shop due to political unrest, uh, kidnap attempts, bombings, and everything back in Caracas, right? But a nephew from them, Andrea, uh, decided to continue. He couldn't, issues between the families, so he started with a different name. Then they finally granted to use the Serpicon Laino, and he was doing great, but he died suddenly or prematurely in the early 70s. Hmm. So what makes me believe that the timepiece that I acquired was probably one of the last time pieces that came out of that Serpicon Laino jewelry store while there was still a Laino involved in the operation. The widow, after Andrea died, left everything to the general manager. He continued the business until 1991, when, mm-hmm. 1991 when they decided to close shop permanently. But it's, it's that, it's the, the rich history behind you know, those pieces that that's what I like. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm, I don't think it's a watch that I'm going to wear. Sounds mm-hmm. crazy, but that's what I have some other pieces to beat up and wear. Sure. But this one, I like to just to contemplate. It's, it's, yeah. it's one of those, I don't know, call me crazy, I guess. No, it, it would definitely be a safe win. I, I never, I've, I've heard collectors say, Hey, safe queen, safe queen. I'm like, what do you want to save queen? Those watches are meant to be worn mm-hmm. and used and collect experiences. This one sounds like it's going to be a safe win. <laughs> you know, I tell you, you definitely have to be in the watch community and part of the watch fam to be able to appreciate that story that you said in the fact that an inanimate object can exude so much emotion from one person. Mm. Think about the yeah. emotion that you just went through just talking about that story, which was an amazing story. And if you just talk to a normal person on the street who wears, you know, just a regular watch and doesn't have that passion, they get lost in that story. You, you, they don't get it. So you'll yeah. oh, be cool. young and like, oh, okay, are you done? <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you so much for sharing that, though. I appreciate that. That's cool. Yes. Very I'm, I'm yeah. thrilled. I'm thrilled. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry if I bore you. <laughs> and it's amazing because every one of your watch has a story like this. Everyone, because every time you're like pulling the trigger on something, uh, and and we talk a lot, and I, and I I come across as a you know as a free spirit, but it's because I have done my due diligence prior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so when I see it, I immediately connect. Oh wow, this watch or this model of this line, uh, you know, I know so much about it, and I always pick something that has a little something that. It's a little different that differs mm-hmm. from, yeah. it has something that, you know, 
I felt attracted to. Yeah, there's a connection, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And it's really interesting also to to see that I was the same way. I'm like, just, you know, you buy a watch, you wear it. There's no point for it to collect dust. And But I'm also realizing sometimes I enjoy a watch just as much and sometimes even more just looking at it and not wearing it. Sometimes it brings me as much pleasure. And it's something a little different. I really didn't think so. And I was like, oh, just wear your watch. But... No, you can buy a watch because it just simply makes you happy and you like, you know, you like that it's in your safe. You like to look at it once in a while. You just stare at it for like you 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 were doing with yours for an hour and you're like, wow, I can't believe I have this. I can't believe this watch went through all of this and now it's here. And no, I'm not going to wear it, but at least I'm holding it and I'm still feeling that connection. Yeah. Well, this one comes with the warranty, right? Yesterday, you're going to laugh at me. I'm like, where? I was Googling how to preserve paper warranty the best. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I, uh, I think I lost it. Like, so I'm like, <laughs> okay, if I put it in plastic over the years, it's going to stuck to it and it's going to take the ink out. No, it can't be plastic. So I was thinking how to preserve this. Look, think of it. Th- think about this. So I'm like, yeah, I need to, I need to see a psychologist. I need to see as I can. No, actually, yeah. and that's a very, very good point because <laughs> my um, my dad collects really like old books, and we're talking like older than this country's, you know, like really old mm-hmm. stuff. And he's going. There are, I mean, places, museums that have like a particular way to collect and I mean, and to protect very old documents. It's not crazy. There need to be a certain amount of humi- um, humidity, not too dry, but not too, you know, too humid either because otherwise, well, it can start deteriorating and there's a way to treat that deterioration too. It's not crazy at all. So don't think that because it's as important as preserving your your watch. And 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 I know that side of protecting old documents, old books, old paper. I I know that very well. So it's also an interesting journey and, and probably down the road, especially if you go in more into collecting vintage and you like, I know you love to have a full set, right? And it's important to have papers too. Um, yes, uh, you might make changes to your safe and to the way you, you preserve those documents because yes, there's, there's yes. ways. Yes. I'm, thinking, and, and I'm, already, I'm, already, I'm already into it. I'm already into it. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. We, we can put that in the show notes or I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I'm wondering, I'm wondering too, like if, if, I've heard of like acid-free boxes and I don't know if that helps as far as like the pres- preservation of the paper, the acid-free boxes. Oh my gosh. I have to look into that. Let me, let me, yeah. Let I me mean, I, I think my, my biggest, my biggest worry with, um, with Florida is really humidity, the humidity. Yeah. That's really that. Hey, so Andres, you've got so many amazing watches and you were just talking a little bit about a new addition to the collection. I'm curious now, what are your top three watches in your collection? Oh, gosh. <laughs> and Leslie hates these questions, it's, it's, by the way. No, she hate, hates no, these no, questions. No, it's, like asking me, it's like asking me, uh, which is your favorite song? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> exactly. I have, one, I have one that I want to be buried with, which is my 1675. Okay, noted. So I'll count that one. Okay. Um. And uh, wait, wait, wait. The sixteen seventy-five. I'm sorry to interrupt you. That sixteen seventy-five is that the one with that fuchsia dial? Yes, and that was a that, that was a barn find. 
it was i mean i found it here piece. in town believe yeah. it or not <laughs> that's awesome that's a great and piece i love it i love it it's, it's my special occasions piece that 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 that's what i reserved that watch for to be honest um that's that's one okay. um um another one that would be would be my 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 tag hoyer re-edition carrera re-edition nice which i've been wearing also quite often as of lately i'm i'm for some reason i'm i'm liking smaller diameter watches um this is probably a month uh month month ago started with this mm -hmm. that one is like it's always in my box mm -hmm. but it will never leave me it's always there i looked at it i love it because it's already developing it's from 1996 oh wow okay so and again it has a rich story behind it i mean from from what i've read is is that particular model that saved Tag Hoyer from going bankrupt, believe oh, okay. it or not. Back then, back then, Tag Hoyer was owned by Lemania. So it has a Lemania movement too. Mm. I think it's in 1863. Oh, cool. Correct me if I'm wrong. Most likely I am. But yes, that's a story oh. behind it. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, that would be my second one. And my third one, uh, I love my Bronzo. That night, yeah. that, that, that oh, 968. Yeah. Even if I want to get rid of it, nobody oh. will want it. <laughs> no, no, I would. My, my wife I'm is in like, love with that one too. My wife is like, that thing is ready for the trash bin. I'm like, no woman, what are you talking about? <laughs> Look, it's all, all all rusty. No, 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 no. Okay, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no that's that a the nicest <laughs> bronzo I've ever seen. And not just in, in, you know, like I've never seen such a beautiful bronzo. This is how it was meant to look like, honestly. Exactly. It's it's perfect. It's so perfect. Thank you. And I remember Ernesto also saying that he already knows which watch will go to his children. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. um, those are watches that I, I I I have done that too. Uh, it will be uh, I already know which watch will go to one of my three children. So so for me, it will be five watches. My top five watches. Okay. The ones mm -hmm. that they will inherit and the one that I'm going to be buried with, and the one that probably my wife will have to stick with, because before I dance, it, don't ever get rid of this watch. <laughs> <laughs> now you've piqued our interest. What are the other two since you brought it up? Yes. Oh, sure. Well, uh, the oldest will have my, my sub uh, Hulk, the, uh, the, nice. the nice. Submariner Hulk. Uh, the one in the middle, he is a rascal. That kid is, that kid is, that kid is something else. He will need a robust timepiece. I love it. Hold on, let me get my drink. Therefore, on, therefore, the Pam Nisig say will be for him. And this kid is, is he spends more time on the ground than standing up. He's always running over the place, falling. So I think that the Pam will stand up to his uh, challenges uh, yes. in life. And my daughter, she will get a JLC. Thank you, Leslie, for helping me pick that one. Oh, cool. And the Daytona Ceramic, the, the 500. Nice. nice. Those two nice. are her birth uh, year watches. If she behaves properly. <laughs> if she doesn't, she will not get anything. 
Right. <laughs> she'll probably end up with the rest of the collection. So your two sons will each have one watch and she'll end up with everything. Else. Well, this is the thing. The oldest one is like Because she's what? your princess. So I know she you is. Know. I know I know I know I know she I know totally but I don't, is. I, mean, I, don't. I mean you look at her and you know why. I mean I know, I know, but you know, I need to be oh. strong. I need to be strong. It's gotta so, stay tough. so that that's what I want to do. That's definitely what I want to do. We'll Fantastic. see. We'll thank see. you for thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. That's cool. Was there anything you wanted to add, Andres? Oh no! Uh, well, thank you guys for for having me. Uh, uh, thank you. I've had a blast. To be honest, too. yeah. I absolutely. don't remember yeah, the last time too. I had so much fun without drinking. <laughs> 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 on coffee only. <laughs> well, coffee's over on this side too. But no, thank you so much. We've yeah. had a blast as well too. What a great morning to start our day and. And uh, it was such a pleasure talking with you this morning. It w- yeah, it really was. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time and, and all the stories. Thank and you, you know what? Maybe we can do this again a few months from now. Maybe we can see how your collection has changed and, and if you're open to it. Anytime. Can, that would be Anytime, awesome. guys. Anytime. See, I and that's what's podcast. happening right now. We Thank used you. to see each other so often, but we like... What's going on? Everyone is staying home. So we're like doing it on Zoom, but it's still like, we, I think everyone is missing that so much. We miss those watch gatherings. Absolutely. So Absolutely. can't wait for it to go back to some sort of normal because we could do this in, in, in person, you know. And it's coming. It's coming. Coffee. It's coming. Let's be optimistic. <laughs> yes. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, yes. We 2021. Are, yeah, we are optimistic. 2021. Right. <laughs> Definitely. Well, cool. Hey, guys. Well, this is probably a good place to wrap things up. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with us on Bezel Banter. Please hit the show notes for more details and links. You can follow us on Instagram. Leslie is at Ladies Wrist and I am at Ernesto Guapo 72. Uh, You can also follow the show at Bezel Banter Media. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to reach out to us on bezelbanter at gmail.com and please subscribe and review wherever you find your podcast because it truly helps us out. Additionally, you can grab this episode and other episodes at www.bezelbanter.com. Thanks again, and we look forward to catching up with you soon on another episode of Bezel Banter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.